Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Mem Rabbi Avram Goldhar, and today we're Sechus Sukkah Daf Mem Hey, the fourth parak Luv Varava. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states regarding the Arabos in the base of Migdash, that after the Arabos were gathered from Moza, Uban Vazokin Osim Betzidi Hamizbech, the Kohanim would come and stand them up at the sides of the Mizbech, Rashen Kufin Agabi Hamizbech, and their tips would be bent over the top of the Mizbech. It was taught in a Brisa, Rabos Varuchus Gvos Achadusar Amma. The Arabas were many and long, and they were cut to stand eleven amos high, Kadeshu Gokos Amizbech Amma, so that they would be leaning over the Mizbech and Amma. Maremar said in the Marzutra that we learned from this Brisa that they were placed upon the Yesod, the base of the Mizbech. For if they were placed on the ground, they would touch the roof, given that the Mizbech is nine amos high, and has two protrusions of an Amma each for the Yesod and the Sove. To accommodate the two protrusions, it would be necessary to place the Arabas against the Mizbech at an angle. If the tips then extend an amma inward over the mizbeach, they will surely touch the roof. Point number two, Rabbi Abou taught that the source which teaches that the Arabas must rise above the mizbeach is the Pasuk, Isru Chabavosim Adkarnos HaMizbeach, circle the mizbeach on the Chag with Arava branches that reach the horns of the mizbeach. We see from this Pasuk that the branches must reach the mizbeach's horns. It follows that since the Kronos rise above the roof of the mizbeach, the Arabas too must reach above its roof. Rabbi Yirmiya said in the name of Rabbi Shem Bar Yechai, and Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shem Hamachuzi, who said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan Makosi, Kol Haosa Isru Achag Bachil Oshtia Malav Akasav Kiubanim Mizbeach Vehikrivul of Carbon. Whoever joins the Chag to eating and drinking, the Pasuk regards him as if he built a Mizbech and brought a carbon on it, as it stated, Isu Chag Babosim Ad Karnos Mizbech. Join the Chag to consumption of fattened beasts. It is as blood to the horns of the Mizbech. Rashi says that the word ba'avosim derives from the word of, meaning thick. There are some that say that the Pasuk is referring to the day after the Chag, known as Isrucha. And point number three was said in the name of Rishim Re'echai, I have seen the people the highest level, and they are few. If there are a thousand, I and my son are among them. If there are a hundred, I and my son are among them. If there are two, they are myself and my son. So if there are so few at the highest level, given that Rava had said that there are 18,000 rows of Siddiquim standing before Kosh Baruch Hu, and answers that Rabbi Shimba Yerchai was referring to those that viewed the Shekhinah through a clear screen, whereas Rava's statement was referring to those that do not. The more questions that there are so few that can see through a clear screen. Given a by statement that there are no less than Lamed Vav Siddiquim, 36 Siddiquim that receive the Shekhinah every day. As it says in the Pasuk, Praiseworthy are those who await him. Lo is the gematria of 36. The more answers that Abai is referring to those that enter with permission, whereas Rabbi Shimbar Yechai was referring to those who may enter without permission. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states regarding the Arabos in the base of Migdash, that after the Arabos were gathered from Moza, Ubain Zokin Osam Betzidi HaMizbech, the Kohanim would come and stand them up at the sides of the Mizbech, Rashen Kfufin Al Gabi HaMizbech, and their tips would be bent over the top of the Mizbech. It was taught in Abraisa, Rabos Valruchus Gvoz Achadusar Amma. The rubbers were many and long, and they were cut to stand eleven amos high, so that they would be leaning over the Mizbeach and Amma. Maremar said in the Zutra that we learned from this Brisa that they were placed upon the Yesod, the base of the Mizbeach. For if they're placed on the ground, they would touch the roof, given that the Mizbeach is nine amos high, and has two protrusions of an Amma each for the Yesod and the Sovev. To accommodate the two protrusions, it would be necessary to place the Arabas against the Mizbeach at an angle. 
If the tips then extend an ama inward over the mizbeach, they will surely touch the roof. Pointing to Rabbi Abo taught that the source which teaches that the aravas must rise above the mizbeach is the pasik isu chabavosim ad karnos hamizbeach circle the mizbeach on the chag with arava branches that reach to the horns of the mizbeach. We see from this pasik that the branches must reach the mizbeach's horns. It follows that since the karnos rise above the roof of the mizbeach, the aravas too must reach above its roof. Rabbi Yirmiya said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai, and Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Hamachuzi, who said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan Hamakosi, Koa Osi Isul Achag Ba'achil Oshtia Malav Akasim Kiyu Banam Mizbech Hikri Ba'lav Carbon. Whoever joins the Chag to eating and drinking, the pasuk regards him as if he built a Mizbech and brought a carbon on it, as it stated, Isul Chag Ba'vosim Ad Karnos Hamizbech. Join the Chag to consumption of fat and bees. It is as blood to the horns of the Mizbech. Rashi says the word Ba'vosim derives from the word of being thick. There are some that say that the Pasuk is referring to the day after the Chag, known as Isru Chag. And pointing with three, was said in the name of Shem Yechai, I have seen the people of the highest level, and they are few. If there are a thousand, I and my son are among them. If there are a hundred, I and my son are among them. If there are two, they are myself and my son. Then we're asked if there are so few at the highest level, given that Ravah had said that there are 18,000 rows of Siddiquim before Kosh Baruch Hu. And answers of Rabbi Shimbari Chai is referring to those that view the Shekhinah through a clear screen, whereas Rav's statement is referring to those that do not. The more questions that there are so few that can see through a clear screen, given a by statement that there are no less than Lamed Vav Tzadikim, 36 Tzadikim that receive the Shekhinah every day. As it says in the Pasuk, Ashrei Kochochilo, praiseworthy are all who await him. Glow is the Gematria of 36. The more answers that Abai is referring to those that enter with permission. Whereas Rabbi Shimbar Yechai is referring to those who may enter without permission. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Mem Hey, and our standard simon is Monopoly. Ma, Monopoly. Ma, Mem Hey, Monopoly. Monopoly. So here goes. The festive Monopoly board that featured 11 Amma Aravos placed around it was brought out only on Isru Chag for the 36 best behaved children to play with in turns. Once again, slow motion. The festive Monopoly board, Monopoly, that must be one of Mem Hey, Ma, Monopoly. The festive Monopoly board that featured 11 Amma Aravos placed around it, which reminds us that 11 Amma Aravos were brought and stood up around the Mizbech so they would be leaning over the Mizbech and Amma. This implies that they're placed on the Yesod of the Mizbech because if they're placed on the ground, they would need to incline two Ammos given that the Mizbech was nine Ammos high and had two protrusions of an Amma each for the Yesod and the Sobu, which would mean the Aravos would surely touch the roof of the Mizbech. So the festive monopoly board that featured 11 Amma Aravos placed around it was brought out only on Isru Chag, which reminds Rabbi Abba taught that the source which teaches that the Aravas must rise above the Mizbech is the Pasuk Isru Chag Ba'avosim Ad Karnos HaMizbech. We also learn from that Pasuk, Kol Ose Isru Chag Ba'achil Oshtia Ma'al V'Kazm Ki'il Bana Mizbech V'Hikru of Carbon. Whoever joins the Chag to eating and drinking, the Pasuk regards him as if he built HaMizbech and brought a carbon on it. Some say this refers to Isru Chag. So the festive monopoly board that featured 11 Amma Aravos placed around it was brought out only on Isru Chag for the 36 best-behaved children to play with in turns. Which reminds us when Rabbi Shimbar Yechai said, I've seen the people of the highest level and they are few. He was referring to those to that view the Shekhinah through a clear screen. 
as opposed to the 18,000 votes of Siddiquim standing before Gush Baruch Hu, who do not. And even the Lamed Vav Siddiquim that receive the Shekhin every day, who do see through Aspaklari Meira, they need to enter with permission, whereas Rabbi Shemar is referring to those who may enter without permission. So once again, the festive monopoly board that featured 11 Amma Arabos placed around it was brought out only on Isru Chag for the 36 best-behaved children to play with in turns. All right, now it's time for a four-block back Chazorah. Daf Memov. So the similar Daf Memov is a grandma. So here goes. The grandma, grandma. That must be one Daf Memov. The grandma who loved to seek out ways to do a Zechel Mikdash proudly benched Yulub for seven days straight. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Berishona Yulub Nito Bemikdash Shiva. Originally, in the days of the base of Mikdash, Yulub was taken the temple all seven days of Sukkot and the provinces on only one day being the first day. When the base of Mikdash was destroyed, Rabbi Yochum and Zakai Institute that will be taken in the provinces all seven days of Sukkot, Zechel Mikdash, as a remembrance of the base of Mikdash. The Gemara asked for the source that were been to make a Zechel Mikdash, and Rabbi Yochum said that states in Yermio, Tzion he Dorsh Enla, saying, She is Tzion, there is none who seek her. From the words Dorsh Enla, there is none who seek her, Makal the boy Drisha, it's implied that she requires seeking. Rabbi Yochum and Zakai determined that the way to fulfill this is through performing the mitzvah of the way it was done in the base of Mikdash. So the grandma who left to seek out ways to do a zechel and mikdash proudly benched Lulav for seven days straight and gave her special chadash ball as a gift to friends to be used after the 16th, which reminds us. The mission say the Rum Yochum and Zake also institute Shi'ig Yom Henef Kula Asr, that the entire day of waving, referring to the wave of the Omer, should be forbidden for eating from Chadash, the new crop of grain. But she explains that when the Omer is brought, Chadash is only permitted afterwards, but when there's no base in Migdash and Omer offering, it's permitted immediately upon daybreak of the 16th. The Gemara teaches that we're not from Yochum and Zake's institution in the time when there will be a base in Migdash. People will think that it's permitted at daybreak since the previous year it was permitted then. The Gemara seeks to clarify the day Rabbi Yochum and Zaka was concerned that the temple would be rebuilt and concludes that the case is when the temple was rebuilt the night of the 16th or just before Shkia on the 15th, which might cause a delay for it to be brought on the 16th. Rashi clarifies that even though the temple is not permitted to be rebuilt at night or on Yantiv, the restrictions only apply to human construction. However, by Shlishi will miraculously descend intact from Shemaim, as it says in the Pasuk, Mikdash Hashem konu yadech, the Mikdash, my master, that your hand established. So the grandma who loved to seek out ways to do a Zechel Mikdash proudly benched Lulav for seven days straight and gave her special Chadish bowl as a gift to friends to be used after the 16th. On condition, they return it. Which reminds us, a rice was brought that states that a prisoner cannot fulfill his chiyub of luv on the first day of Yantav with his friend's luv, Elin Kenasna Luv Matana, unless the latter gave it to him as a gift, and brings an instant where Gamliel was traveling in a boat with other rabban and gave his luv worth a thousand zuz to the other rabban to use, each one gifting the luv to the next one, and then Rabbi Kiba, who used the last, returned it. The Tan's coming to teach that Matana Almanaz Lachzir Shema Matana, a gift granted on condition that be returned, is legally considered a gift. Rabbi taught that if one did not return the luv afterwards, he has not fulfilled his chiyuv. Since he didn't fulfill the condition, it's clarified retroactively that the gift was void and that he used a stolen luv. Daf Membeis. So the similar Daf Membeis is a mobster. So here goes. The mobster. Mobster. That must be one Daf Membeis. The mobster was poked by the man who inadvertently carried his luv upside down as he walked into Jews of Rabin, which reminds us, Rabbi Yossi said that if the first day of Sukkot falls on Shabbos and one inadvertently carried his luv into Jews of Rabin, he's not chayvachatas because he carried it out with permission to do a mitzvah. Rashi explains that he was preoccupied in doing a mitzvah, thinking about it and rushing to do it. And Rabbi Yossi holds, the Torah Bidvar Mitzvah is pater. Abai said the Mishnah refers only to where he's not yet fulfilled his chiyuv of luv at the time he carries it out, but if he had, he would be chayv. Abai said this would be 
in a case where one inverted it, meaning he picked up the lulav upside down. Rava said you may even say where he did not invert it, rather it would be where he carried it out in a kli. And even though Rav is the one who holds that's only when it's derech kavod, not derech bezayon, in a disrespectful way. So the mobs who was poked by the man who inadvertently carried his lulav upside down as he walked into Rishus Rabim got poked again by kids passing by, who were shaking their lulavim while singing towards Sibulana Moshe, which reminds us the next mission of states, A child who knows how to weigh the lulav is chayv in the mitzvah. In addition, the Brites are taught that the child knows how to wrap himself, he's chayv in tzitzes. If he knows how to guard the Kedusha of Tefillin properly, his father buys Tefillin for him. And if he knows how to talk, his father teaches him Torah and Kriyashma. The Gemara asks, what is meant here by Torah? And Rebbe Hamnuna said it means that father teaches the child the Pasuk of Torah Tzivolana Moshe, Moroshik Yos Yaakov. And Kriyashma here means Pasuk Rishon, the first Pasuk. So the mobster was poked by the man who inadvertently carried his lulav upside down as he walked into Shushu Rabim, got poked again by kids passing by, who were shaking their lulavim while singing towards Tzivolana Moshe as they headed Daladamas towards the neighborhood Baki to learn the Halachos. Which reminds us that we learned the Chiyav of Luv is not Docha Shav as it falls on the final six days of Sukkot. Then when asked why should be forbidden to take a Luv in the base of Migdash, it's still to Ba'amahu, the only concern is handling the Luv, which is a Muxa prohibition, and since it doesn't involve a Daraisa, let this mitzvah be Docha Shabbos. Rabbi answered Gezer Shem Yitlana Biyado Vayelach Eitzobaki Lumo. The Rabban Ragozer against taking a Luv on Shabbos lest one take it in his hand and go to an expert to learn the Halachos Vayaviranu Arba Amos Mishus of Rabbim and inadvertently will carry it Dalad Amos in Mishus of Rabbim. And the Gemara adds that this is the same reason against blowing the Shofar on a Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbos and for the decree against reading the Megillah on a Purim that falls on Shabbos. Daf Mem Gimel. So the Simmer Daf Mem Gimel is a magazine. So here goes. The Sukkot's Magazine magazine, that must be learned off Mem Gimel. The Sukkot's Magazine found by a Yid cutting a lulav off the tree on Shabbos, which reminds us, Rebbe Yezer holds that lulav a komakshir of dochens and Shabbos, the midst of lulav and all its preliminaries are dochens Shabbos based on the Pasuk, bayom bafil b'shabbos. Makshir lulav include activities such as cutting the lulav from a tree or binding with the other meaning. The Rabban who prohibit Makshir Luv on Shabbos learned from the Pasuk Bayom that the mitzvah of Luv is only by day and not at night. So the Sukkot's magazine found by a Yid cutting a Luv off the tree on Shabbos featured a cover story on why Arabos are Docha Shabbos on the seventh day, which reminds us Rabbi Yochanan said the reason that the Arabos ceremony is done on the seventh day is Kadeh Lefarsim Mashihim Torah in order to publicize the fact that it's a Daraisa. There's not a Gezerah prohibiting it lest one carry a Daladamus into Rishus Rabbin like there's for Luv, since Shulchei Basin bring the branches of the Temple courtyard every Shabbos, and the mitzvah is then done by only the Kohanim, whereas Luv is given to everyone to do, and therefore there's a greater likelihood that one will inadvertently transgress. So the Sukkot's magazine found by Yid cutting a lulav off the tree on Shabbos featured a cover story on why Arabos are Docher Shabbos on the seventh day, with a picture of Kohanim taking the Arabos in hand and then placing them around the Mizbeach, which reminds us. The Gemara brings Malchokas regarding how the Arabos ceremony is done. Rav Yosef holds the whole ceremony is done at Bezikifa by standing the Arabos up around the Mizbeach. Abai holds that the ceremony first entails Natila, taking the Arabos in hand and circling the Mizbeach, which is then followed by Zakifa standing the branches up around the Mizbech. Abai brings a proof that it was first done with Natila based on the incident with the Baitosin. Dap Mem Dalad, so the similar Dap Mem Dalad is mud. So here goes. The Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments. Mud? That must be more in Dap Mem Dalad. The Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments was dreaming of the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, which reminds us that Samachus Vishakish Rabbi Yochanan, whether Kohanim Balmum may enter the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach in order to fulfill the Chiyuv of Aravah, even though it's generally forbidden for them to do so the rest of the year. 
So the Kohn Balmum with mud on his garments was during the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, as he held the Aravas on the seventh day in a shul, according to the Minhag Navim, which reminds us, it's a Malchus Rabbi Yochan Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, whether the Aravas is a Yesod Navim or a Minhag Navim. Rashi explains that a Yesod Navim means that it was enacted by the latter prophets, Chagai Zechariah Malachi, who instituted a number of rabbinic enactments during the time on the Anshayi Knesset Minhag Navim means that they merely institute the customary performance of the Arava ceremony. The nafkamina between them is that there's no bracha for Minhag Navim, since the word Bitsivanu, who has commanded us, cannot be said. So the Kohen Balmum with mud on his garments was dreaming of the day that he'd be able to take the Aravas around the Mizbeach, as he held the Aravas on the seventh day in a shul according to the Minhag Navim, making sure not to take the Aravas in his lulav. Which reminds us, Rabbi Ami said that the Arava requires a minimum shear and it may only be taken alone, and a prisoner cannot fulfill his chiv with the Arava that is in the Lulav. Rabbi Ami is coming to teach that even if the prisoner took the Arava in his Lulav once and then lifted it again, Hashem Arava, he would not be Yotze. But Rav Chisin, the name of Rabbi Yitzhak, disagrees and says that he would be Yotze. Alright, that concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.